Welcome to Last Minute Earth. My name is Lex Jurgen. As always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. Matt's IQ test results came back in the mail with a frown face, emoji, and a mop. Sorry, Matt. You didn't score so high. Uh, we're also joined today by comedian Jeff Richards. Jeff's one-man show involved him urging young children to punch him hard in the wiener. It only lasted a day, but for those who were blessed to be there, it's something they'll never forget. Today's show is sponsored by that after-sex smell. Damn it, after-sex smell. Why'd you have to go and ruin everything? If you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter at Last Man Podcast or on Facebook, also at Last Man Podcast. All right, Matt, Jeff, uh, you guys both look like you're into the rap scene. Jeff, you got a beanie on today. You like hip hop. Matt, I know you're into the black rock culture. Uh, 50 Cent uh, this week came back with a, uh, his, he was put down by Vivica A. Fox, not to be confused with the other Vivica Foxes. Uh, she's on the show Empire. Apparently, Empire is not doing well in the second season. It was a huge hit last year. Uh, 50 Cent claimed that. The show Empire is not doing well because they have too many gay storylines, which is what I thought Empire was about in the first place. Uh, Vivica Fox shot back at her former boyfriend, 50 Cent, that he shouldn't be talking about gay storylines because he, she implied, was gay, perhaps with Soldier Boy. Uh, the two of them on a magazine cover looking rather gay. Uh, 50 Cent then fired back, as rappers often do, uh, by claiming that uh, she shouldn't talk about him being gay because she once tied him up and, and licked his asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, let me start with you. Is that the best? Is being tied up and, and having your asshole lick the best comeback to I'm not gay ever? Yeah, it's not very good. I mean, I don't get why he was tied up in the first place. I mean, if you let someone tie you up face down, probably something's going near your ass at the very least. It's not a good. You wouldn't think that a tough guy would allow himself to be tied up uh, in the prone in the prone position, right? Not unless he was into it. I mean, why else would he? But in 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 and of itself, is that a fairly gay thing to do? I think the the being tied up part, the submissiveness. I, I wouldn't say it's gay but it's not what you would think of like a tough guy rapper type would do but i think that's always the case when you know like powerful businessmen want to get their nuts stepped on by chicks in high heels and stuff like that yeah i know a lot of powerful businessmen like that uh jeff what do you think do rappers have the worst comebacks ever on social media well you know this this might not be the best gay comeback but uh it is the best Getting it done is the best. Oh, getting it done in the ass by a hot, a hot, a hot black chick. Hot black chick, a Puerto Rican chick, a white chick, any kind of chick. But not uh, shouldn't uh, before a girl goes in there, shouldn't you ask for her credentials or something, or at least should she ask permission or sign some kind of form? You need to see some sort of form of ID, no matter what. Yeah, uh, some kind of certification or something for uh, anal. I, I think it's weird if you if you like had to ask the. Ch- I I think the acceptable way for that to happen is the chick just starts doing it. I think once you're requesting a lot of that, it, it's veering on gay a little but bit. But isn't that something that a woman should ask at least less, ask permission for before she goes in there? Is that something you're saying you're tied up on it's your... It's sort of like saying, you know, it's asking permission to take out the garbage. You know, it's like, you know, we welcome it. Like, no one's, no one's going no to expect a girl to say, may I go down on you? May I suck your dick? Yeah, that's not going to come out. But may I, may I st- stick a peg you in the ass? Is that something that requires some sort of pre-authorization, Matt? I think the pegging, yeah, I think that's a separate category altogether. <laughs> um, You're calling you know, pegging and licking completely separate? Yeah, licking is like, you know, there's balls, you know, it's all the same general area. But pegging, when you have a phallic symbol being rammed up your ass, you've, you've crossed over into the gay category. Jeff, when you were coming up, were rappers uh, allowing themselves to be tied up a lot on the bed? Or were they the guys who were tying up the girls on the bed? What's happened to rap music? Rap music today is uh, it's taking a stand. 
You know, I think it's it's really getting to the roots of the issues, which is you know, uh, killing, uh, sex, rape, murder. You know, like, like easy back in the day, easy allowed himself to be tied up and taken in the ass, but then God killed him for that, right? Uh, that was that was his punishment. Can yeah. you imagine like the old school gangster rappers like claiming that the, some girl licked, tied them up and licked their ass? I think I don't know. Did they just used to talk about banging bitches and I banged your mom and I banged your sister? And wasn't that the, this overly masculine, masculinized culture with Fifty Cent? I mean, he's on steroids. You know, he's a terrible rapper. He just thinks he's a tough guy. He got shot a bunch of times. You know, it's always going to rebound the other way. It's why in the black communities, everyone's blowing each other in church basements. You know, AIDS is more of a problem than in any other community. It's because of the homophobia, you know, and, and uh, that's always black the way it tr- works. Black church basements are the place to go for your down low behavior on the weekends? Yeah, if you're on the DL. I like to know that. Thank you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to note that. I just I, When I was a kid, I was told when someone said you were gay, you always said, well, that's not what your mother thought. And that seemed, I thought that was a lifelong thing. You could just use that oh, one yeah. forever. Mother was also gay. Yeah, that's possible too. Well, if you're the ch- woman, if you're Vivica A. Fox, do you want to advertise that you were dating a gay guy? Like, what does that say about you, that you appeal to gay men? Well, not only are you dating a gay guy, but you're licking his ass for him. So that's a- Which is just a bad idea, really. Well, but if anyone's going to be sterile and clean, it's going to be a gay guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, but a rapper, you know, all that stuff, tough guy stuff. I don't know. He takes a lot of bullets. I expected more. Isn't this basically because rappers used to shoot the shit out of you, just used to kill each other, and now they can't kill each other anymore. Now they're on fucking Twitter and they don't know what to say. Yeah, they're they're searching for ways to seem, uh, you know, offensive, and it seems like the ass licking is what he was getting at there. But I I don't quite get his point because she was saying. And he's like, no, all I did was let her look. And then I think he was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have even said that. Like, that, maybe that's kind of gay. It was just, I think just responding was kind of gay to the whole thing. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I just, I think like, you know, in the old days, someone, someone would call a rapper, a gangster rapper gay. And then that person would be got dead. They'd be shot down somewhere like on the Vegas Strip or something. And now it's like some, they're looking for some sort of witty comeback, witty comeback, you know, that you have to post on social media. Yeah. Really have all our antiheroes gone? Are they just gone? I think the rap game is suffering because, you know, I remember it used to be, you know, you had rap battles and that's what Eminem, you know, they would they would diss each other and they would have these cool insults. You know, it was like a lot of the songs were just about how they were good rappers and the person listening to the song was a fucking dick. Yes. And it's like, why are you? I'm, I just bought your album. Yes. You know. All right, Matt, this brings us to a little insert segment an interstitial, if you will. I call it big gay quiz. Oh. You're big, you may be gay. We're going to find out through this quiz whether or not, when I ask you a series of 10 questions, it was first invented by the Nazis in the 30s to determine who would be sent off to the concentration camp along with the Jews. Somebody had to fill out the carts. Are you or are you not gay? Let me ask you the first question. If you're a single man who has a wine collection, are you gay? No, no, that's cool. That's really? kind of cool, yeah. Because that's just a show thing. We all know you don't really care about wine that much, but you know, you bring chicks over. You got the little thing. You show her. You're trying to get laid. Not gay. Yeah, you're smiling at me. You're, that's the wrong answer. It is totally gay. Jeff, would you agree? People, men who have wine collections are gay. Yeah, yeah. It's a gay. It's a gay fucking drink. It's great. It's really gay. I drink wine, but I, I think it's gay to know a lot about wine. Uh, I see. I don't think just swigging wine. So if you're, is, a, dude, if you're a dude with like a cheap-ass wine collection, you're, you're pretty straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, the Trader Joe's stuff. Because yeah, it's all the same stuff, man. So it's, it's, it's kind of gay to, to uh, put it up on a pedestal when you can't tell the difference between a $5 bottle. and a, They actually did a study, and the moderate price bottles, like 5 to $7, when it, in a taste test with 20 30 40 $50 bottles, people like the cheap wine better. 
Yeah. In fact, I don't think you can actually taste the wine after you have your first glass because the alcohol numbs your taste buds. Yeah. So people are mostly lying. Uh, I think you changed your answer to the straight answer. I'm going to give you a ding, ding straight on that one. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this, Jeff. Men who attend charity auctions. Pretty gay? Charity auctions. Yeah, charity auctions. Oh, it's a tough one. Wow. It's a tough one. Uh, I'm no going to say that's not gay. Yeah. Um, but I will say this. You will see a lot of uh, gay people out of Oh, gay people love charity auctions. Matt, you go to a lot of charity auctions. You like to wave your Are you pa- talking about the thing where you raise the paddle up in the air? No, one of those things. Those, those, the silent auctions? Those little dinner silent nights where you bid on like uh, cruises and spa treatments. And oh, all that those are pretty gay because it's like you're not at the prom, dude. Like, you know, we're, we're getting a little old for this. I get it. Like, you want to get if your public persona out there, but... Yeah, I mean, you're sitting around a banquet table. Your wife's wearing a fucking ball gown. Yeah, it's once in a while, bad. they'll throw like a sports equipment in there to like make you feel like it's straight, like your so-and-so's helmet from the 70s. Yeah. But we all we all know whatever it's there for, just to have gay sex. It's always like a Napa Valley. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of wine. There's a lot of wine. For, it's good, really good for guys who keep wine collections who are, who are also gay. Uh, and that leads me to my next question, which I guess you kind of answered. Uh, Matt, if you intentionally attend dressy affairs, dress-up affairs, are you gay? Such as such as charity auctions, such as uh, going out to fancy events where you. It have seems to wear- as though it's the same question as the other question. <laughs> I'm just double checking you, Jeff. You like to get dressed up in your tuxedo. Uh, is that is that in and of itself make you gay? Uh, it depends. I mean, the whole tuxedo. Um, no, not the whole tuxedo. But if you're just if you're to, to mix match guys, you like cufflinks, put on their cufflinks, and really really doll themselves up for an evening out. I'm using the word doll to lead you to the right You answer. shouldn't want... I understand if you have to go to these kind of things. You should never be excited to put on a suit and tie because it's uncomfortable. You know, it's it's just a real pain in the ass. It's pointless, first of all. It's like, wait, so you people are getting married. Do you love each other more because I wore a suit? What does this have to do with anything? That is the straightest thing you've ever said since I've ever known you. Uh, <laughs> it is true. If, if you're getting married, you tell your friends, and the first thing is like, do, is it going to be formal? I hope it's formal. You really... You've got a gay friend. That's what... Yeah, you can... T- I remember... In high school they gave us an option i was on the basketball team and our coach was a straight guy he, he, likes, to, like, he likes to drop that a lot oh yeah the basketball the basketball yeah. high school basketball well, his glory day i was on the team <laughs> it, does, it does elevate you in my mind yeah well tall people you're well, you're the tallest person in high alaska, school yeah. in, in alaska it's yeah. not especially uh you know not that not that important um it's like congratulations congratulations you're over six feet tall in alaska good luck yeah, so they gave us the option. Coach goes, you guys don't want to wear suits and ties, do you? And on game day, and, we, and, he, and he said, no, you can just wear a jersey. So I was like, yes, let's wear the jersey. And I, like half the people on the team voted to wear the suit and tie like they wanted to. And I was like, I fucking hate you guys. You're stupid. And I, it really d- disappointed me in humanity from that point That's forward. Where, is, it, is that the uh, coach that helped you change in the locker room? <laughs> <laughs> Did he help you with your in and out of your, in and out of your jersey? Um, Did he remind you of the sports of wearing a cup? Even in you can is? you can just answer the question, Matt. <laughs> it's okay. just us. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. There are no, officially there are no gay people is, in Alaska. Okay. Uh, let me ask you this, uh, Jeff: cosplay, cosplay of any kind. If you enjoy cosplay, if you enjoy, costumes, I've never been to cosplay. I've only been to cosplus. Oh, <laughs> that was pretty gay. Matt, you dressing up in anything? Costumes? I literally thought it was dressing up like Bill Cosby <laughs> for really? the first thirty times I've heard this. Like cosplay? Yeah, like cosplay. <laughs> and I was like, well, that sounds really dangerous. Uh, you don't yeah. want to be the chicken that equation. Obviously, that's gay. I mean, I'm sure there's some nerdy guys that they think 
think that's their only way to get laid. But once you get to that point, I don't think there's any going back. What about the excuse that uh, this is in the middle, like a little break from the gay quiz, big gay quiz. What about guys who use the excuse that no matter what it is, as long as it helps me get laid, it's not gay? Is that a good? Is that a valid excuse to anything, you, any behavior you have? Oh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I guess so. Really? I, I, I guess. I don't you're, know. Yeah, no, that's, you're wrong on that. Jeff, what do you say? <laughs> I mean, I think it depends, but... But leans more towards gay. Yeah, they'll be like, I'm going to the Indigo Girls concert, but it's because my chick's totally going to lay me afterwards. I'm going to see Sex in the City. We're going to see Sex in the City, but afterwards we're going to have so much sex. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's some guys that, that just scapegoat stuff. Because or they the, just don't know how to date. They don't know how to date. They can't say no. You got to learn. I think as a man, yeah. you have to learn to say no. They could just be kind of pussies and misguided. Matt, this is a question for you since uh, you talked about your great round ball past. Uh, what about guys who call fouls and pick up basketball games? <laughs> you strike me as a guy who calls a lot of a lot of charges and a lot of fa- ticky tack, ticky fat fouls. I'm not sure I ever called a foul. That, that although I don't do a lot of penetration. Uh, oh my god, Jesus! Dude. That uh, you just answered that question. That's your mother's fault. It's, yeah. it's not gay. It's just you're an asshole. But it, I don't think it makes you gay. What about? Uh, let me ask you this: What about driving an electric car? Does driving an electric car in and of itself make you gay? No, I don't think so. Really, Matt? No, that's cool. That's, really? Yeah. Uh, yes. You guys are on the borderline. That I, you've been brainwashed by modern society, so I'll say that. If your car, if your car sounds like a golf cart, if your car doesn't go vroom, you're, you're kind of on the line for me. I don't I, know. I used to have a uh, beige Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. A new Beetle. Cream colored. Did you have it with the top down and a, and a scarf? Were you, you wear a scarf when you drove it? Well, I bought it as a joke, and then I realized that was a bad joke to have a permanent vehicle. Yeah. Also, it came with a guitar. Let me ask you this, uh, Matt. What about touching another man's hair? Is there ever a reason to touch another man's hair? I touched a guy's hair recently. Really? Yeah. Um, he, uh, he was wearing a wig, and then he said... I'm wearing this wig because my hair is really thin. And then he invited me to feel his hair, and I did. It felt very awkward. Um, but did you feel the surge of your homosexual ancestors? No, I, I just I, I don't feel like you'd want to do it all the time. I think there's a difference between touching, sampling, and kind of caressing, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were more science. This is a more scientific experiment. Yes. This is more for science. Jeff, what do you think? Is there ever I think if it's it? one of these situations like, hey, bro, let me get this, and it's like a big flap of hair that they can easily correct... That's one thing, but if it but if it just turns into a stroking thing, or so you're like, saying you're saying trying to redo your hair. So you're saying right. when you're fixing another man's hair, that's straight. Uh, yeah, an executive decision, and it's <laughs> more hands on hair. Once your fingertips touch the scalp, it's in a separate. You're getting into some dangerous waters. Has there. another man ever like pulled your bangs over your eyes when you go on stage before? I've had I've had a few touch ups, <laughs> really? a few touch ups. Yeah, didn't didn't bother me. Uh, Jeff, let me ask you. You've never heard this question before. What about applying lip balm in public? Is there any reason why a man should ever be putting a lip balm I, to his lips in public? You know, I think I think you can do that uh, anywhere except for into the sunshine. I don't think you can stand <laughs> on the corner of the street and do it into the sunshine. Look up like you're carefree. Like you're that's in, too much. Like you're in a tampon commercial. Like you're in a lip balm commercial. That's even worse than a tampon commercial. Matt, you seem to apply a lot of ointments and balms to yourself. Uh, do, you do, do you do it privately or do you just whip it out? Well, what do you mean by lip balm? Are you I mean, talking like about a, chapstick? Yeah, like chapstick. Anything in a, in a, pe- a small penis. The black shape. and white chapstick is fine. Once you're getting into the strawberry. Anything that's made out of petroleum jelly that comes in a small penis like a vessel, <laughs> you put your lips in, and then smack your lips together. That's what I'm talking about. No, no. The, the, basic, the basic chapsticks and, and such are fine, but I think once you're getting into fruitier, more designer products. Uh, yeah, that's and it's hard to not look gay with the Carmex. It's like, yes. Yeah, shouldn't, but shouldn't a man yeah. really let his lips dehydrate to the point that they chap and bleed? Isn't that really more manly? 
Well, see, chapstick, you get hooked on it because you'll use chapstick and then your lips will be chapped for the next month because they put this chemical in it that makes your oh, lips Jesus depend Christ, on the Monsanto, the Monsanto on the, conspiracies. Uh, on the chapstick. Dude, close your eyes. Can you picture like a cowboy in the 19th century like rubbing lip balm on his lips? They probably had like bag bomb. They probably, you know, stuck their. <laughs> probably had like cum from a fucking. You grab, steer some, horse, or you grab some horse shit and rub it on your face. Steer yeah. cum bomb. Steer yeah. cum lip shit. At least that's manly. <laughs> comes from a steer. Anything comes from a steer is manly. Uh, two more questions you might have heard before on the Big Gay Quiz. Uh, what about joining a man in the in the hotel jacuzzi? Well, there's one guy in the jacuzzi. He's having a good time. He's got his beats on. Maybe he's listening to some stuff. Your back is sore. You've had a long day. You're at the Motel Six, and you're in the jacuzzi there do you, do you dip into the jacuzzi with another guy indoor or outdoor jacuzzi uh you st- i think you start outdoor and you see where it goes from there in the jacuzzi i think that's fine you don't have to squeeze in between a bunch of guys you know and, and really get a lot of skin to skin contact one guy just chilling go ahead and sit in the jacuzzi uh maybe like a little skin to skin contact like leg over leg no no anything you, would you touch his hair can you touch his hair in the jacuzzi there's a parameter a, a, a perimeter that you want around you of about two feet. You're straight. Think you're straight space. Anything, anything within two feet is you're pushing. Jeff, what do you think? Would you would you uh, cannonball into a jacuzzi with a bunch of guys and say, "Here comes another man"? Uh, not anymore. Only because I, I look for inter- in- injuries now yes. as I get older. That's true. So I'm more careful about it. But yeah, back in the day, perhaps. Uh, Matt Sauna. Do you have a sauna nickname at the club you go to? Uh, you know the sauna, sauna Matt? Going in the sauna without a towel is super gay. At the very least, you could have a towel. I would even... I but isn't, mean, the, isn't the warm, moist air good for your penis? Uh, yeah. Don't you want your balls to get a little hot? A little I would hot, like hot. to go in the sauna. It's just, I think in Los Angeles, the saunas are, are they're too gay. They're yeah. Too, why are you pointing at, why right. you pointing at Jeff? You don't it's see almost like they, 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 they go through the roof into... <laughs> Into the jacuzzi. It's like their club. Yeah. It's like their club. It's like their honeycomb hideout. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just hanging there like, you, you know. You have lost weight and, and toned up a bit, I have noticed. Or is that just the shirt? You should see them in the sun. No, I've been, I've, been, I've been working out. It's been good. I've uh, limited my uh, my drinking to, uh, you know, maybe a bottle of wine. You know, day. it's good, actually, for the drinking is the sauna. It gets all the alcohol out of your body. One time I drank a uh, bottle of Jägermeister in the sauna with my friend, and we finished it, and that was the worst hangover I've ever had. That was a private sauna, though, at a house. So That's not gay at all. Let me ask you the last big gay quiz question. So far, you have a D-, minus, so this is like your borderline pass. This is probably <laughs> reminiscent of every school level you've ever went through. Uh, your borderline pass fail right here. Uh, your buddy is making soup. It's creamy mushroom soup, and he hands you the spoon to taste it off of his, off of his wooden spoon. Uh, <laughs> is uh, licking, tasting his creamy soup off of his uh, hard wooden spoon, is that gay? His is wooden it? spoon or his wooden spoon? His hard wooden spoon. Forged in the, in, in some uh, foreign land. Is that uh, licking that uh, insatiably? Is that uh, gay or is that straight? <laughs> uh, I wanted you to pass, dude. I wanted you to pass. Jeff, do you disagree or do you agree? Uh, with the cream soup? Yeah, like a white, creamy, uh, s- s- splattery soup. Yeah, okay. I, I think so. And you and you're moaning. You're not allowed. You're moaning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're just making it more gay. And yeah. your friend is begging you to taste and it. And I would make it. <laughs> That actually would offset everything. That's and he says yeah. that he wanted he's wanted you to taste it since sleepaway camp. Not gay then. You know what? <laughs> you know what I think is is gay first is if it, yeah if it's a more American style soup like a chowder or minestrone maybe. I think if it's an Asian soup, 
Is that gay or less it's gay? It's less gay. If it's really? chicken noodle, it's just a buddy taking care of you. Yeah, yeah, like a dashi broth you're talking about. Yeah, like if he's making pho, you know, it's like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't really know how to make pho. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll just take, yeah, thank you. And There's no gay people in Southeast Asia, so they can't possibly be, their broth can't possibly be an insinuation of homosexuality. There's something much more gay about the down-home soups. Yeah, the southern the southern soups, like the, like you're hiding something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very wicked. All right, I'm going to give you a pass. I'll give you like a, a 60 on that, 6 out of 10 on that. That's really, really lucky. I hope your girlfriend's happy. Uh, someday she'll be uh, doing Vivica A. Fox and chants at you on Twitter, and you'll have to hope that she licked your asshole at some point. <laughs> All right, let me ask you a question. Pamela Anderson this week uh, made a big announcement that she is hep C free. Uh, I think the news traveled around the world. There was a lot of cheering from uh, people in all, all continents around the world. Uh, Pamela Anderson claims famously that she got hep C from Tommy Lee, who got it from wherever hep C, wherever hep C is born. It's never a good, it's never a good origination. Uh, so after 16 years, she got rid of her hep C, which makes her a very desirable lady. But she took this experimental new FDA drug that's super duper expensive, $1,000 a pill. I don't know how many pills it is, but it, just bet it's about 20 grand. It's hard to get on the list for. She got it. She cured it. She went on Twitter, and now she's hep C free. But by the way, uh, all you rest of you with hep C, you can't, get this, you can't really afford or get this treatment. Jeff, I think I know your answer, but let me ask you this. Doesn't uh, Pam Anderson's gloating about her hep C, being hep C free, isn't that make her the biggest bitch in the entire world? Absolutely. No. Um, <laughs> I no, I don't think so. I think it spotlights the fact that you, know, uh, you can be cured and... You know, also spots like the fact it's maybe too expensive, you know. But isn't that also, isn't that like a total celebrity move, like a rich person celebrity thing to say, like, I got fixed with this expensive fix and you can't have, Matt, you're a proletariat. What do you think? You're a man of the masses. You hate rich people. Say something nasty about a rich person. <laughs> um, She's bankrupt, by the way, I believe. Is there, uh, well, she could, she probably got it free because they'll make her like the poster person of uh, Hep C. Hep C cure. But can can they really cure it or is it just like uh, you don't test, like isn't it still in you? I, I think the Hep C stays in you forever. I think if they put like a giant dental dam around her, like a giant prophylactic around her. So she's covered in some sort of plastic now. So you can't get it from her. I mean, I, ca- I kind of agree with Jeff. You know, like she's she's saying I got it. So everyone, by the way, the people that have Hep C by and large, you know, these aren't like the, the real movers and shakers. Uh, they're no. mostly heroin addicts yes. and uh, tattoo parlor people. Um, not that tattoo parlors are filthy, but uh, well, or tattoo, gay. Are yeah. they? <laughs> tattoo parlor people. Are they, car- are they worse than carnies or better than carnies? Well, I'm saying there's not a lot of stockbrokers in this group. You know what I mean? Uh, are you, you seem like you sound very Republican today. You say not stock- that stockbrokers don't get tattoos. Yeah, or Hep C. I don't believe they do. Are you typecasting people who get Hep C? Yeah. Wow, you're very anti. Pam Anderson brought the sunshine. Out of people Hep C. with you're weird like, barbed wire tattoos. You're like a dark, a dark cloud. Well, if you if you uh, fuck Tommy Lee enough and, and shot up drugs while you were doing it, you'd have Hep C too. So uh, therefore, but the grace of God go I. I think that it's good to draw attention that there's a cure. A lot of people might not. Know know there's a cure assuming there is a cure i don't know what the fda is doing but assuming that that's true then you know it's good for her to get that out there and then uh the cost will probably drop um in the i don't know what is it 10 12 I, some, I, 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 years. she said a thousand, a thousand bucks a pill and i'm assuming there's more than one pill you have to take it's some regimen you take i don't know this seems like a giant tease doesn't it couldn't you have kept it on the down low for a little bit like until everybody could afford it isn't this like ordering like shit? Like, or isn't this me ordering pizza and then telling well, you guys like gives, great taste and not giving you any? She gives everyone a head start on saving money towards uh, paying for the uh, pills. Yeah, they're definitely going to do that over their heroin. They're going to put aside their their heroin purchases for like three years and get their Hep C medication. I think this is like it's just, it's nice news for her. But she announced it kind of like, hey everybody, I'm Hep C free. Good, you go you go do your own thing. 
Like, yeah, is this glo- well, is yeah, because this- no one would have known. It's not like there's any outward symptoms. I think your liver just fails at a certain point. right? Yeah. But Matt, you're from Alaska where when the family gets a color TV, they don't like to talk about it because their neighbors might come and savage their home. <laughs> uh, you're very, you know, very, very modest. You know, you don't have to brag about your, you know, the things you get. Isn't this kind of her bragging about just being more like, you know, rich and famous than everybody else? I don't know. I think she's her vibe is that she's kind of, you know, she's an animal rights person. And just like you said, in the hashtags was like free and clear. I think she's just like, I'm healthy. Like, uh, you know, like, fuck, I'm, fu- I, fuck, I'm fuckable now. It's like I just went to the gym or something. No, I still wouldn't fuck her. I mean, there's no way that she's totally cured of hep C. That's yeah, I don't want to see a blood test result, at least. That seems like something you claim on Twitter, like no. 50 Cent claiming he's not gay, that just sort of you just said it and expect people to believe it. I'm not sure I'd go with that in terms of uh, where I stick my dick. You don't want that. You don't want that stuff. By the way, you may not be able to afford the cure. But if you're her boyfriend, you can't afford the cure. You're fucked. Well, maybe if you got on her health insurance plan or something. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I think, you, you know, all these cures that are coming out, you got to be a little careful not to get people too excited and say, like, I, I got rid of it. You can't. Good luck. I'll, I'll dance at your funeral. Isn't that what she's saying? I'll dance at your funeral. She is certainly uh, did not mention anything about the struggle of other people that have hep C no. or anything about, uh, you know, let's raise awareness. I think this is like her uh, updating her like Tinder profile to like hep C free. <laughs> this is what she was saying. It's like, I'm now eligible to date. Well, you know what it is? If anything, it's just a status update. It's yeah. like, hey, check this out. She's the most famous person with hep C in the world, probably. So I guess when she got cured, it was like a big thing for her to say, I no longer have it. So I no longer would be the poster child for hep C. Well, she's only got one more marriage left in her to someone with quite a bit of money and yeah there's still those guys because she's not hot anymore but you know there's still those guys that always wanted to get pamela anderson and you know some guys like 45 years old now and he just yeah like a like a saudi arabian real estate mogul yeah and he's like i've, I've fucking married pamela anderson it's like uh, all right. she's free. Uh-huh. The little alarm goes off. She probably texted all the important people anyhow. I, I, I'm, I'm different than you guys. You guys are happy for Pamela Anderson probably because she's blonde and has big breasts. Uh, I'm guessing it has to play some part in it. I think if you get like... if you went, I like her ass better than her breasts. Really? It's a hep C free ass, by it's the way. You can, get right, you can get the, right in there. With the fake tits that are... She's always talking about like, uh, yeah, I just juiced some kale and uh, this is all natural, organic. It's like, oh, how about the silicone that's uh, permeating your body that you got yeah, by the way, do you voluntarily... Think she, do you think she would have taken the hep C, uh, the, the cure, if it had been tested with animals? Uh, yeah, I think she would, and I think she would still take it. Yeah, of course she would still take it. Fuck the animals. <laughs> if you don't take it, you're an idiot. It's easy to tell people not to wear fur. It's a tough thing to live with hep C. I don't want to talk about this anymore because this whole thing is making me very squeamish. I think you guys are both wrong. Um... We got an email from Ellen. Ellen's one of our regular emailers. I think I made her up. Um, There's a big thing this week about Starbucks coffee cups. I hate when whenever there's an argument in the news about Starbucks, it always reminds me why the fuck do people go to Starbucks? Because it seems like an important part of about 30 million people's lives every day. And I'm still not clear why people drink like melted sundaes for breakfast and call it coffee. It's not real coffee. Coffee is black and it comes to 7-Eleven for 45 cents. Right. I want to say. Uh, Starbucks got rid of any, any association with Christmas on their Christmas cups this year. They got rid of snowflakes and snowmen and uh, D- Jesus being slaughtered by the Jews. Uh, all, all the stuff they had in the past. And Christian rights groups, meaning like three guys somewhere in, in Nebraska, got really upset and are boycotting Starbucks. Starbucks. Uh, should we, Jeff, give a flying fuck what the hell is on our Starbucks cops? And isn't it just embarrassing to hold one in your hand and walk down the street? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm at you. Like, it's your chance to, <laughs> it's your chance to, like, how do you want me to address you? You want a nickname? You want a this? You want a, It's a fun time. <laughs> Starbucks is. 
Uh, getting to say what you want your name on the cup to be. Is it? Do you? Is that why you go to Starbucks? That's why I get coffee. Do you have a, a frequent member card at Starbucks? I don't. What name do you use? And why do you hate Christ? Uh, because he... Uh, <laughs> what do you do to you? Why can't you put him back on your coffee cup? Is it is Star- is Starbucks the place where you want to hold a protest? Do you want to admit? First you have to admit. It's like, to me, it's like being a guy who complains at the adult video store about how the packaging is too hard to get off. The, ra- the wrapper's too hard to get off. There's some things you don't want to call attention to. It is, by the way, really hard to get the fucking cellophane off those DVDs. Why you're still watching DVDs? I got a DVD player, man. I don't go to online porn. The NSA might be watching. Uh, but you got first the first thing about a Starbucks protest. You you have to admit that you pay five bucks for a coffee every morning or six bucks or whatever the fuck it is, and stand in line and order like pumpkin lattes. I think ordering coffee is much less embarrassing than just complaining about a cup, about some Christmas iconography on a cup. Like, what if they so they have the red cup, and so what if they were just going for a different design? Red's obviously a Christmas color. Like, do you need yeah, like a dead Jesus on the cup for? you to feel okay about yourself you need the stigmata um and where does it stop really because you know this whole war on christmas thing is total bullshit and there's no one cares and yeah there's a few losers that are into it but uh you know why why not have the jesus on there i guess on the coffee cup yeah i mean everyone knows that christmas I think you just change is, your mind in the middle of a sentence i know <laughs> I, I, but isn't, isn't the coffee cup something you throw away would people throw away a jesus cup or would they hold it on their wall and if it looked like he was crying would they get like ten thousand mexicans outside the door like lining up to see the see the, the second coming of jesus i don't think jesus would even be going to starbucks nor would he be no, happy he would go to coffee bean really <laughs> is that is that uh, is that because it's more uh, authentic I think he would like. I think he liked the chairs better. The chairs. I don't better. think Jesus was, would support any kind of capitalist. Would he plug? Would he plug in and write a script at there? Would he spend six hours taking the best table and writing a script? If he was, if he was to actually sit down and, and work hard, yeah. yeah, that's true. Jesus didn't do a lot of work. I bet Jesus was illiterate. Uh, why don't we have some Starbucks coffee cups to say little, little, little fun quotes like that about Jesus? <laughs> Jesus was an asshole. Whatever else you want to say, isn't it? Stu- isn't it? I mean, as stupid as it is that people on one side say there's a war on Christmas, isn't it also equally stupid that corporations and large entities that make billions of dollars selling whatever crap they're selling actually take that to heart and like get, have to get rid of snowflakes off their cups for any sign of Christmas? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's what happened though, but that is. I'm making that a hypothetically answer my question. Jesus, what are you, a fucking attorney? <laughs> well, I just think at a certain point, it's but, like... But you know, like every company is getting rid of like, all their Christmas decorations. They're calling everything holiday or winter now. There's no Christmas. The word Christmas is gone from any yeah, sort yeah. of Target or wherever. Any, it's all gone. And like, I don't even celebrate Christmas. I don't care about Christmas if it's on. Like, if Target says we're having a Christmas sale, I go, oh, fuck that. I ain't buying my dish towels at Target this week or whatever. I'm buying there, my socks. I mean, is it stupid how corporations have to respond to like the, the, the secular people as well who just can't stand the word Christmas? Yeah, like- we, we all are not uh, naive to that. And also, well, why, why are we having a holiday celebration then uh, on this particular time of year? Yeah. When we used to always celebrate it when Jesus was murdered and came back from the ground or whatever. Yeah, why are there skateboarders outside my house? Because they're not <laughs> in school around Christmas. What the fu- what's going on with that? If everyone knows it's Christmas, call it Christmas. And Hanukkah, uh, uh, sorry, not Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, I'm convinced. I've never met one single person that celebrates Kwanzaa. I'm kind of convinced. What about your, bla- your one black friend? No, not even close. No? I think it's just a way to be condescending to black people. <laughs> Kwanzaa, it was invented at Long Beach State, you know, in 1971. Oh. Uh, but in 2,000 years, it'll just be Christmas because they're Hanukkah because that's how long ago they were invented. And now they seem really kind of copacetic with that. Uh, Jeff, what about you? What do you, do you like to uh, dress like the, the slaughtered uh, baby Jesus on Christmas? You know, I like to dress. I like. I like to dress something. I just like to dress a, l- a little more, um, uh, like a cabbie, 
like a cabbie, mm-hmm. you know, like a, an old fifties cabbie. Grimer, is that yeah. like a is that like a grinder word? Because I'm thinking that's some that's some sort of technical a, term. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm a cab. Is it like a twink? Is that something related to a twink? It's both. <laughs> Matt, have you ever been to church on Christmas before? Uh, Did your parents raise you to be a good Christian? No, they didn't really. I went to uh, my girlfriend's Mexican, so I went to visit her family on Christmas, and she told all of them that I would not, in any circumstance, attend the church. Which I didn't even say. Yeah, because a good boyfriend would go to church and just shut his ears and do look smile dumbly, right? No, I would have gone and been miserable, but you know, instead she just told them that I fucking hate Jesus. Yeah, you know what they call church in, in Mexico? It's called fun time. That's the <laughs> that's the funnest thing you that's the funnest thing you do all week. Now that now the whole family hates you, and you'll never get when if you get married, they're gonna come and like bring some sort of exorcist guy to come by and like fucking wave dead chickens at you and try and like keep you from harming their daughter. They probably do that already. Uh, Jeff, what about you? How, what's your favorite? Uh, holiday memory from you know it, it's mo- like most most kids like and most uh uh just getting the gifts you know that christmas morning yeah commercialism but everything else is a nightmare yeah getting your favorite gift underneath the christmas tree rolling around and all the paper wrappings all the stuff that us jewish kids never had to look through the window and see all you christian kids doing on christmas <laughs> and now you're bitching about not being those fucking snowflakes and uh, uh on the on the coffee cups of starbucks uh, the only time a Starbucks protest I think is really worthwhile is when, they, when the uh, anarchists are throwing chairs through the, through the Starbucks windows. Actually, just government provocateurs pretending to be anarchists. Oh, nice. Nice. That's, that's actually on record. Nice. I love your 19th century Russian they mentality. They went and bought their little beanie hats and their is that true? combat boots. And I love it even more. Anytime a Starbucks window breaks, I feel like it's a victory for somebody. <laughs> they always pick on, for some reason, they, they always pick on uh, McDonald's and Starbucks. Like, that's the place, by the way, where people go to get 99 cent food. Like, that's yeah. the place are going to break up is that is that something you so you're saying those are actually uh, dupes those are government dupes and are you talking about the uh, seattle wt yeah thing? yeah yeah is the, that in your was that in your communist manifesto last week that article well they didn't want um you know people protesting the the trade agreement so they just got some of the some of the guys to dress up and and start shit and then you know once once it really gets going like other people join in you know people are pretty suggestible that way yeah you want to get if there's a riot you want to get on grabbing that free coffee out of the store you want to come out with some starbucks christmas coffee right <laughs> yeah Nice stuff. Uh, people, like I said, I'm going with the overriding theory that you shouldn't bitch about Starbucks. It's embarrassing to go there. But I do think there's this whole like, argument over Christmas and whether it should be called winter holiday or winter solstice, which sounds very pagan to me, by the way. I'm not sure why you celebrate the change of the seasons any longer. Uh, it seems like a giant farce and some sort of corporate-led conspiracy. You love those kinds of things, anyhow. Uh, let me ask you, uh, Matt, you did not watch Saturday Night Live this last weekend because you were protesting because Donald Trump was uh, hosting, uh, and you and your Mexican girlfriend went outside and, and you uh, screamed and chanted uh, Trump as a bigot, but you did not get paid $5,000, did you? <laughs> no, no, that was Larry David that heckled Trump because the the group was going to give money to whoever heckled him, $5,000. Right? Now, he did that as a joke, obviously. Jeff, I don't know. Did you see the show this weekend? I didn't. Yeah, no, I saw like two minutes of it on replay. I think that's the most anyone's that watched SNL in a long time. Um, he, he, they, the Latino group offered anyone in the audience who would yell out Trump is a racist and call him out for his bigotry against Mexicans $5,000, which you really want to do because that's really, the money is really the ultimate way of getting people to see social justice. Uh, Larry David, as a joke, scripted from the show, called him a Trump a racist, and then Trump made a joke back at him. Matt, let me ask you, is it Larry David calling Donald Trump a bigot? Is that a, a big victory? for Latino rights, Mexican rights, or is that just another loss for Brown on the playing field? I think that they were kind of making fun of the idea of heckling for money 
Because if you're on that show, I mean, Larry David was a writer on that show, and um, he appeared. He actually appeared on the show. So you, you're not going to appreciate, no matter who the guest is, someone heckling the show, right, and disrupting it. So it seems like he kind of got it over with, and it was pretty funny, actually. But doesn't that make Jeff? Let me ask you: You're uh, one eighth Hispanic. That's right. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not. What? <laughs> Fucking liar. How'd you get I'm into college? Half. How'd you get into college? I'm you were half. Just, did you apply as a Mexican-American to college? I'm, I was half, and then I'm, now I'm not anymore. So. Really? Did you take the hep C medicine that Pam Anderson took <laughs> cure you of your Mexican? Uh, isn't it like just a futile thing? Is it really any hope that Latinos are going to like stop Trump? Is there anything they really could have done? This seems like this $5,000 bit seems like a really poor plan. We talked about uh, you know, uh, 50 Cent with his poor response. Does, 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 shouldn't people plan their protests a little better? Was there any way for them to win this one against Trump? No, there's no way to win. Can you stop Trump. the comedy force that is Donald Trump? What's that? Can you stop the comedy, the force of comedy that is Donald Trump? I mean, I think you can't, and I think it's great for politics because uh, it just uh, it, it's, it brings the odds down. Isn't it, I think it's nice in politics to have like just an openly dick dude running for like running for something. Like all these dudes, I think are secretly assholes. But like that guy who's just an overtly an asshole kind of brings it all, just kind of brings it out to the forefront. Like I, I have a feeling like all the other guys just hate Mexicans, but Trump actually said I hate Mexicans, which is something along those lines. Isn't that better for? Isn't that healthier for us, Matt, to get it out there? And should we be paying five thousand dollars to call him a racist? Is that even worth five thousand dollars? Well, he got it noticed, I guess, but it was a, it was a decent gimmick at the same time. But I think everyone already understands that Trump is a racist, or at the very least, pandering to racists, and so. You know, I don't. I don't see the need. He's not going to win. I mean, it's still not cool that he's sort of running on this thing of dividing people and saying that uh, you know uh, Mexican people are rapists. Um, well, let me ask you this: Do you think Mexican people can uh, pull together five thousand dollars for the for the prize? Is that beyond their means? Is that what you're saying that they can't Mexican people earn? Five thousand was a weird number because it wasn't like a hundred bucks. That's a lot of money for, for for Latinos, isn't it? That's a lot. That's like a white twenty grand, isn't it? Well, you didn't have to be Latino to do it, right? You could be anyone. Uh, the group was Latino. I don't know. I'm sure they let non non. Why didn't a member of the group just go do it? Yeah, why don't they bust? I mean, in the old days, I think someone you talk about the guys in Seattle. Someone would just bust it into the studio and done it. It's a live show, right? It would have at least on the East Coast yeah. would have gone out live. Well, it's hard to get. It's hard to get tickets, right? Is there a lot of security and shit around there? Yeah, pretty hard to get tickets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff, you were on SNL. Yeah. Uh, did you find that uh, people were a lot of there were a lot of Republican Trump supporters in the SNL crowd? A lot of right wing uh, guys there rooting for uh, Bush. I don't and, know who was in the crowd. I mean, I think. Well, how about uh, among the staff that worked there? A lot of Bush people. No, no, much li- more liberal. Yeah. Yes, I think people understood that going into this, that Trump was going on the show, and they didn't really like his politics. But I don't know. It just seems to me like they, was there a single person in this country now thinks Trump is a bigot thanks to Saturday Night Live that didn't think so before? Uh, yeah, I don't think he reached a, a new audience with his message. And I didn't watch the show, but I would assume he wasn't doing a lot of stump speeches about. No, uh, it was, it was actually not a very. Like it was that. not a particularly well written show, and he was he was okay, I guess. I don't really understand the whole thing. I agree, he's not going to win. Uh, another loss. I'm calling that another loss for Brown. Let's just admit it. I'm sorry, Matt. You should have gone to church on Christmas. Uh, 
let me ask you, Matt. Uh, you are you call yourself a feminist, I believe. You've had sex with over two women in your life. Uh, there's this new movie coming out called Suffragette. It's being put out by Focus Features. It's about a topic that uh, I'm sure all of us are really interested in, which is the uh, right for women to vote in England in 1915. Uh, it's one of my favorite subjects. Uh, yeah, I'm a member of many clubs. We discussed that. Um, actually, I think they got the right to vote, so I think it's kind of an old subject. Meryl Streep's in the movie, Carrie Mulligan, a bunch of other people. So Focus Features launched this campaign. They couldn't just have a movie about suffrage in 1950 that no one's going to see. Obviously, no one's going to see it. They had to come up with a, a campaign, a feminist campaign called Hope for Our Daughters uh, around the distribution of the film. And that's where the actresses in the film and people that are involved with the film, the women in the film, all hold up signs at the premieres with hope they have for their daughters. And these hopes are things like, you know, I hope my daughter doesn't get raped at college. I hope my daughter doesn't get 78% of the pay of men and so on and so forth. And they have this commercial campaign they're running with a video where these girls are asked about like all the problems of women in the world. And they're using these like problems of like, I don't want to be sold into sexual slavery. I don't want to be forced circumcised. I don't want to be married off when I'm eight years old. I don't want to be have to forced to work in the garment factories for 11 cents an hour. 1915 or 2015, 75 million girls under 14 are child laborers. And which year do you think that's true of? I think it would be 1915. Two out of every three people who can't read or write are women. I feel like it's 1915 because now we educate everybody. Childbirth is the second leading cause of death with girls between ages 15 and 19. And which year do you think that's true of? 1915. What if I told you you're wrong? I wouldn't really believe you. Is that is it really wrong? It is. I don't know why. Uh, isn't this a merging of uh, third world girl problems with like LA girl, LA girl problems? Like, yeah, such as they get 11 cents an hour in the garment factory. Sewing garments for uh, Benetton is not exactly the same as like only getting 8 million for your film when someone else got 10 million for their film. Yeah. I just, I don't, I, I understand they're like in solidarity with women because these are women's issues all around the world. But I think acting as though, you're under some kind of threat of these things when you live in Los Angeles or in anywhere in America, really. Yeah, the chicks have it pretty good here in the U.S., don't they, Jeff? I mean, shouldn't, they, shouldn't the bitches be quiet? I think they should, uh, they should understand that, you know, we are... That's okay. I mean, there are probably gender inequalities in this country, but when you start, when you start like, just comparing and, and, and making similar and congruent the fact that like in this country it's tougher to get whatever as a woman in the office place compared to like being sold into sexual slavery in Nigeria. Is that an accurate comparison? Is that like, because we're all women, we all have the same struggles. We don't really have the same struggles. Yeah, you don't have the same. That's a good, that's a good distinction. Cause it, it's one thing to say, you know, let's draw attention to this and this is a problem, but to act as though you're sort of in that same group and that you are under some kind of threat or siege just because you're a woman, that's, that's not true. Women, have it pretty good yeah damn straight they do in the u.s i mean they're the majority of college students and college graduates professionals doctors lawyers all that kind of jazz they get paid just as much as men um they have are you denying the gender wage gap yes wow um well it turns out when you you're work like a truth, less, you're like a truther you, you get paid less when you work less hours. yeah that is true it's sometimes sometimes um and, you know, they have uh, various benefits, childbirth, and, you know, it could be better, but there is no real margin here. Yeah, I just, I just find when, you, when you're driving a Beamer to your office, you shouldn't complain a lot about, like, inequality. Like, yeah, maybe you maybe deserve, like, the nicer Beamer or something like that. But compared to women who are walking 15 miles to carry water jugs, that seems like a much worse life, doesn't it? Can you really, can you really hold a placard? Well, at, a- at least they had water jugs. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but there's no water in the water jugs. There's drought in those lands. They have nothing in there. They've got Ebola, some Ebola crap water in there. Well, what else? What are you really doing? Like, this is always my point. Like, I understand if that's something you really care about, genital mutilation. Well, why don't you give some money to a charity? Never heard you bring it up once until this until this movie thing. General, are you talking about me? Because I talk about general mutilation I'm all the time. People I, that, a, I wrote fantasy stories about you it. You know, they, they get up on this. Did you say genital mutilation? Yeah, genital mutilation. <laughs> It's a big. It's a problem. There's girls in certain countries in this world, actually large parts of it, who are being forced to be have their clits cut off essentially uh, when they're when they're little kids, so they won't enjoy sex. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, Why are you looking at your mouth open? It happens, man. I didn't do it. I didn't start it. I wouldn't partake you of it. You were the one clipping away. This is I not like a photograph. This is not like a bris, like a bris where you sit around and everyone says model tub and you have a little, you have a little drink. This is like girls being brought in by groups to like some witch doctor who cuts off their cuts off their clit so that they they follow the Muslim traditions or whatever it is in these third world nations. Um, I mean that's a real problem. There's no there's no forced circumcision in the U.S. Right. Uh, well, I take it back. I was actually forced circumcised at, at ten days old. <laughs> nobody fucking consult. Nobody fucking consulted me before they took a knife to my dick. Aren't you glad, though, at the end of the day? Uh, well, yeah, a lot better than doing it at 30, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, they give you a little stuff. But, yeah, I mean, once, once people start saying, like, we are women and therefore all women suffer the same things, and we in our gowns at our movie, at our movie premiere are suffering the same fate as women in Myanmar who are, like, yeah. dead, dead in the Go streets. Go ahead and tell the women in Burma about this whole thing because yeah. I'm not sure they're aware and they're still going through the same thing. Yeah, dude, Burma's now called Myanmar, so I just, uh, I just upped you on my geographic political correctness. <laughs> but you're right, it's not, it's not the same thing. And it, to me, it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's 1915, yes, you didn't have the right to vote in England or the U.S., I guess, and that really sucked. But now it's 2015, and you're, 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 you're shut up, women, you're doing yeah. okay. Still don't vote, but you do have the right to. Yeah. Jeff, would you pay $5,000 to someone to heckle these women at a premiere and tell them the bitches to shut up? You know, that's a lot of money right now for me. It is. But, you're half Mexican, um, so that's a shitload of money. I might throw a few shackles in there. Yeah, I just... Is that what you need to get people to see your movie? Is like a fake feminist like a, a thing to go see? By the way... Who's going to see the Suffragette movie? This is like the Angelina Jolie movies we talk about. I'm surprised she didn't make it. Who's going to see the 1915 epic era period piece about women's it suffragette? It sounds prison? very uninteresting. Yes, it really does. And, and also, the other thing I hate is when actors, ha- actors in movies have to pretend that they are somewhat acquainted with the subject matter of their movies. Mm-hmm. You know, like, no one's going to ask, like, the guys in Star Wars about space travel. Like, it's like, their laser things. Like, anytime an actor makes a movie about whatever topic, they have to, like, ask, the, the reporters feel obliged to ask some questions about the subject matter of the movie. Yeah. As if they were, like, that's their real character, like, their real characters. Yeah, it can't, that might be why the acting is bad in, in science fiction movies, because it's like, well, you know, Meryl Streep could talk to some people that were involved in the activism, or, you know, just watch movies and shit. It's not like you can research, like, interplanetary travel um, yeah. for your role. You yeah, know? it's about as lame as when actors say they do their own stunts. I really, it really, really bothers me when it happens. Uh, Jeff, will you be seeing the Suffragette movie? Will you be taking your group, going with your feminist uh, quilting club to see the... Uh the movie? You know, I don't know if they want to go with me yet. We're uh, we're sort of on the outs. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, if not, I'll go on my own. I'll definitely go. There will be a theater in L.A. showing this, and I think if you want to get up your feminist credentials, we talked about George Clooney last week, I'd go see this, sit through this movie. Uh, we have an email, or last email. Uh, David wants to know, Matt, you have a black friend, so I want to ask you this question first. <laughs> <laughs> this is really quite a revelation today. Uh, you're just like straight out of wee pals. Um, 
I see Ben Carson. I think you're a big Ben Carson fan. You like his born again evangelical style. Uh, the fact that he's never held an office, or the fact that he he supports the supplements that maybe maybe killing people. You're a big fan of his, uh, don't you? Find and I know you don't. Don't you find that black candidates get like a pass from the press in terms of like aggressive questioning? Are whitey is at CNN and MSNBC? Uh, no, and I don't think so. Cra- I meant to say cra- I'm sorry. I meant to say crackers. <laughs> I mean, it seems like Obama got more heat than any any sitting president's ever got from, I think the entire Republican agenda was openly stated that they weren't going to allow him to. No, I'm uh, talking about the media, like before, when he was running for office, even Obama was running for office. He was like, it was a thing. He was like a black candidate and they weren't going to question like, yeah, of course, the Republicans were questioning all sorts of shit about him, making up shit. But the press wasn't really, you know, going on as, you know, his community activism record or all this other other shit and, and ben carson seems like he just anytime they question him it seems like he kind of like brings up the fact that he's on you can't question me um now maybe yeah. a doctor can well, see that's what I, you do when you're wrong or you don't have anything to say is yeah. you say that you uh that the questions are unfair lines of questioning as because that's a lot easier than answering the fucking questions yeah jeff you stabbed a lot of people in the belt buckle when you were a kid do you think those people would remember all the stabbings you did as a child not all of them. Mm-hmm. Well, not the dead ones. The dead people wouldn't remember anything. That's well, what they- there's a few things. So he wrote this book that's, if you read the book, which I didn't read, but I read parts of it, it's sort of written as though it is the Bible. It's very allegorical, and I don't think it's meant to be taken literally. Like, he wrote that he took a class called Reflections at, where did he go, Harvard? Uh, oh, I don't know, some, some, some awesome some school. fucking school. And uh, so it's like, all right, well, that's probably not a class. And so they ask the school, and they're like, well, no, of course we never had a class called Reflections. But everyone knows that already. Like, he's just he's sort of just making stories up. So it's like speaking in parables. You shouldn't take mm-hmm. it literally what he's saying? Yeah, I mean, he's a religious guy. That's what he's doing. And yeah. I think now he's he doesn't know, because he, he didn't make that clear when he wrote the stuff. <laughs> You're saying like when he wrote his when he wrote his biography, it was meant to be taken like not literally. Yeah, like when he said he stabbed somebody, it may have been he was in he was in chess club. Yeah, Just I mean like, everyone knows he didn't stab guy. He's like a weird, slow, lethargic nerd. He, he obviously wasn't stabbing anyone. I mean, look at that guy. Could you imagine that guy getting in a fight? He has big doctor hands, which kind of scare me a little bit. Uh, and he's black, so I just assume he was good at basketball. But uh, he became a surgeon. But he claims he had an evangelical, uh, you know transition in his life he was a violent youth which no one seems to remember and then he he spoke uh, jesus came to him and told him to shut the fuck up and, and just be calm and now he become a very calm person you don't buy into that no and i also don't know why you should get credit for being an asshole in the first place it's <laughs> like you know who i like better are the people that were never assholes like the pope uh ratzinger the nazi one uh it's like okay that's cool that you uh stopped being in the nazi youth and that you changed your ways you know who I like better as a guy? The guy that never joined the fucking Nazi youth. The guy who said, no, I got something better to do. Like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm the guy that was like, I'm not into this. I'm going to be on the track team instead. And, and then he's not going out for Nazi this a year. A real even trajectory throughout his life of never participating in violence and hatred. Um, I prefer those people to the people that go from one extreme to the other. Jeff, do you believe like people can have a massive transitions in their life? Do you think Matt will ever be struck by uh, lightning and talk much faster? You know, I think he'll be, he could be struck by lightning and talk even slower. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Matt's doing good. Matt seems like he's in, in the right... Uh, he's making a bit of a transformation right now with his hairdo. Um, <laughs> you sound like the guys in the sauna at the, at the crunch. Uh, do you think black candidates get a free pass from the press a lot more than the white candidates? Are, they, are, like, are the press in general scared to, like, call out black people, like famous black people? Isn't that why Cosby raped 100 women? 
because nobody called him on well, it. Well, everybody's afraid to do everything. That's true. And and uh, and and you you just have to watch everything you do. It's, uh, Matt, if you were walking down the street and Ben Carson was coming at you, would you walk to the other side of the street because you were scared he was going to mug you? <laughs> I wish Ben Carson would try to mug someone. That'd be hilarious. No, that guy. Well, look, I am a little bit afraid of surgeons because I couldn't cut someone open. I'd, I'd pee my pants. I wouldn't be able to he do it. He cuts open babies, by the way. Because tw- separated twins. I mean, it's, it's possible he's a total psychopath. Yeah, he takes knives to babies' heads, I think, and does like crazy shit to them. Yeah. I mean, how is he? I don't get how, because I know it's not easy to do, cut open a, a conjoined twin. You're pretty sure about that. <laughs> yeah, no, there's an e-how. I think there's an e-how video I mean, on how to do it if you want to do it at yeah, home. Yeah, there's a lot going on I'm there. got a hunch about it. <laughs> but how does he graduate from these Ivy League schools and then he still believes that the earth is 5,000 years old and that he's going to build an ark or something. Yeah, what if God is looking down and thinking, why the fuck do you separate those twins? I spent so much time conjoining. Well, you can only stand, understand so many things at one time. I guess that's true. People have their strengths and weaknesses, but yeah. if you told me that my surgeon was going to like perform exorcisms in his free time, I would request another surgeon. He'd give you some of that diet supplement shit he has. It would make you get rid of your cancer, <laughs> your <laughs> autism, and make you all better. Matt, are you man enough to actually suture up yourself like a wound if you had a wound? In po- would you just bleed out, or are you man enough to take a needle and thread and sew yourself up? I don't know. This is off topic, but this is a considerous big gay quiz question 11. I'm not too good with the medical stuff. I think um, I maybe would use a tourniquet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you faint a lot? Do you find yourself fainting a lot? Never fainted. I, I don't understand how that works. It feels like, like seems like you would hurt yourself if you fainted on a regular yeah, basis. Yeah, you're tall like a giraffe. You would probably kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, your head would just fall down and hit the ground, you know? I've always wanted to faint. I always also want to do that move when I take a drink of like a champagne or something and someone tells me something surprising and I spit it out. You've never done a spit take before? No, not he's in real life. Cha- I don't think he's ever had champagne before. I, really? I've done it like fake. But I've never actually done it. What about milk through your nose? You ever had milk through your nose? Yeah. You didn't faint from that? Did you cry? No. That's a lot. It's, it's pretty a lot to take. It's not um, comfortable. Can we just uh, end this show by admitting that black people have it much better than white people in this country? <laughs> the Muslims, blacks especially? Ben Carson has it better than, than most people. Look, if there was a white... Uh, it, let's, would you think if there's a white dude who had no political experience and came out, he'd be getting 30% of the vote? Yeah, like Trump isn't. <laughs> well, Trump's like a famous guy. If you think it's some a doctor, like a doctor came out and like said, "I'm running for office and I'm evangelical and I think that the Earth was created last week." Do you think he'd be getting thirty percent? The Republicans have cycled through a few black guys. They want a black guy. There's a pizza guy. The pizza guy last time. All their black guys are lunatics, so yeah. it's not working out very well for them. It is an odd thing. I did like the pizza guy last time. I don't remember his name, but I just remember he ran a pizza company, which to me was to- I totally want someone who ran a pizza company to run the country. Oh, I don't I fucking love pizza. I don't dude. Remember this? The Papa really? John. Guy? Herman Cain. Oh, Herman Cain. He was Godfather's Pizza. Yeah, Godfather's That's Pizza. It's not very good pizza. No, it wasn't. But every every time you bought a pizza, they, they stopped the baby from being aborted or something. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what fuck they did. All right. Uh, that's the end of our uh, show for today. Uh, Jeff, you have something. You've created a multimedia experience that the world needs to hear about, uh, certainly in this time of need. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about it? Uh, yes. I created a music video uh, to a song called uh, I Cry at Weddings. And it's uh, it's on YouTube, and you can catch it on my website at tastyjeff.com. I cry at weddings, not because I'm sad. They bring out emotions I never knew I had. Getting dressed makes me stressed. Nice. And it's, you know, it's... Is it based in fact? It's based in, it's based in folklore. Do you cry at weddings? I do. 
Do you? I cried at weddings before. Matt, do you cry at weddings? No, I, unless I get real drunk and just some and crying about something else entirely. Yeah, like your lost youth. <laughs> that man you killed. That man you killed back in Juno and buried in a shallow grave. We didn't deserve it. I can see that happening. All right, so tastyjeff.com. I can see I Cry at Weddings. I've seen it. It's it's uh, spectacular. It should be number 12 on the Big Gay Quiz question for sure. Uh, Matt, what about yourself? Are you doing anything in the in the comedy realm uh, this evening? Oh, yeah. I'm doing I'm doing regular shows all around town. I have dates up on Twitter at Matthew Ralston and uh, MattRalston.net. Do you want to invite everyone to, your, everyone to your show tonight? Someone this airs tomorrow, it will be too late to go? Yeah, I kind of saw that coming, <laughs> which is why I didn't, <laughs> didn't mention it. You're, great. You're getting smarter. You're like a plant species that's adapting. <laughs> it's really interesting to watch. Uh, for Brian, I usually call him the sound engineer of the stars today. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Something. Apprentice Padawan or something like that. Uh, this is Lex. Talk to you next week on Last Man on Earth.